Welcome to my podcast, Insight 2020. I am your host, Dr. S. Charles Lee. And it has taken me a while to post a podcast that I actually wanted to post. But more importantly, um, I think we need to have a voice, one of the voices in our generation today that is speaking in a way that can inspire us and motivate us, but also operate in a level of wisdom and intelligence. And we'll talk a little bit about that a bit later. As for me, I'm excited about my book called The Winning Season. It is coming out July 4th, 2020. And pre-sale starts on my birthday, June 4th. Um, All important reasons why I wanted to do it and I would like to share it with you now. So obviously it's my birthday, June 4th. Um, That's a special day for me because I often think how many times the enemy have tried to take me out. I remember at one time I thought I would not live beyond 28. And um, I was prophesied to a couple of times, but one time it really stuck with me by a prophetess who said you will have a very, very, very long life. And I've claimed it ever since that I would have a healthy and long life. Um, The reason I wanted my book to go on pre-sale on my birthday, because it's so much a part of me that I'm sharing with the world that um, I thought that would be my way of celebrating my birthday with the world um, amidst of all these COVID-19 challenges. And of course, July 4th, that it actually be in hand and available to the public is Independence Day. My book was so freeing for me because I have remained, um, for the most part, pretty quiet about my life, particularly my life in the last five years. Um, I realized five years ago, you had a few people who had a lot to say about my life and wanted everyone else to hear it. And I remained quiet um, out of respect of those people. Um, while I still respect them in my book, you will have my perspective um, and it won't be difficult for you to know who I'm talking about. The other parts of my book was about my life. I talk a lot about my father, um, my growing up with my sisters. I talk about my molestation. I talk about my rape. I talk about uh, being promiscuous. Um, I talk about my homosexual relationship. I've talked about it all. It'll be interesting for you all to know. The reality of it is I believe that I will always be the author and the narrator of my story. And if it's not coming out of my mouth, well, it's probably not true or tainted in some type of way. But I want you to read it because the point of the book is talking about how you embrace these challenges and do something with it. Don't go through issues. Don't hurt and not learn something from it. Um, I feel a transition is coming again to my life, but I believe this next part of my life will be um, something a little more solid. And I cannot wait to share it with you. Something else. I have created an LLC. I'm very, very excited because it goes back to the core of what I do and why I do it. It's called Leader Optics. And this will be the last episode of Insight 2020. But you will see a podcast coming out called Leader Optics. And it will um, be the funnel, the avenue, if you will, of all things I have coming forward. 
While people think 2020 has been a difficult year, I have found it to be a very, very blessed year. And I think eventually when we look back at these times, we will realize how fortunate and how awesomely God has blessed us. I'm shooting some videos. I'm working on a CD. I'm excited to work on new music. Um, it's going to be a different CD. It's going to be more inspirational and it will coincide with the chapters of my book. Um, but I have some new music that's going to be attached to that. I am going to work on my book tour still. Um, the dates that we had planned, we had a 10 city tour planned and that um, has obviously been postponed for very obvious reasons. And then I'm getting ready to launch my new website. My new website will be the all-knowing piece of how you get to stay connected to me. And if you're not following me on any of my outlets, please do at DRS Charles Lee. I would like to share my life with you. I would like to keep you posted. And um, you'll be very, very close to things that I think of what's happening in the world. I had a conversation with a good friend yesterday about the state um, of the United States. And I have to tell you, y'all, I am just... Floored. Two reasons. One, I am floored at what excites us today, period. I will continue to motivate and encourage and even hold myself accountable for um, ensuring that we're not clouding our minds with things that just is a, a, a mental capacity. It just robs us of precious energy. And number two, how desperate and how quickly we become desperate when we can't um, do things that we are used to. And I've learned some things about myself over the last three months, and I hope you all have too for the better. Um, you'll realize some things about you that's awesome and some things that need some tweaking, but don't let that discourage you. Uh, continue to work at you. I tell folks all the time, I think about no one more than I think about myself. And I do that because when you know yourself, it really prevents this world from defining you. And when someone has to be alone for a little while or have to deal with a change that's uncomfortable, you will begin to see the true character of folks. And when those things happen, uh, my message to everyone is to give everyone some grace. Um, as we see the very human parts of people, let's remember we are too human. And while we may not have put, in, put all of our business out there, we still have an opportunity to improve and be better people. Um, racism is on the rise. I've said it since Donald Trump was elected into office. I said what I said. I stand by it. When you have someone who feeds off negativity and they put that out into their atmosphere and into their world, they attract things to them. And um, 10 years ago, I remember thinking, I think the first time that I would vote um, a different party is if Donald Trump would, would run for president. I thought he was extremely smart. I thought he was extremely calculated. Um, we know politics can be crooked. And we replace crooked politics with a crooked businessman. And um, when people show you who they are, 
while we need to show each other grace, it doesn't remove that you operate in a level of wisdom. With that, I have seen all types of things over the last three or four years. I had a huge realization this morning. I woke up about five o'clock and I had prayer and devotion. And I am relatively quiet about racism. And I see it in some form almost every day. And I, if you listen to some, some of my previous podcasts, I talk about, I don't understand how people can watch someone get beat down and record it on their phone. I haven't even seen videos where people jumped someone else and the person died and there are about 50 people with a cell phone recording it who could have prevented the death of someone and I thought well Charles proverbially you're doing the same thing you have a following I hope to grow my following you have people that listen to you but you also have the gift of influence and I don't take that lightly and yet you see travesties all the time and you say very little now you may speak boldly and confidently in private to people that you trust but when it's time to truly address racism and I have talked about it a couple of times you walk a very thin line one because you know you are a preacher, messenger of God, and it is sometimes controversial. Um, B, don't want to lose followers. C, of your position and your role at work. So, I have a very public profile um, on my social media outlets, and I censor what I say. And then I, then the reality hit me. I put it on Instagram. And if you don't follow me there, please do. It's Dr. S. Charles Lee, D.R.S. Charles Lee. And I said I would no longer be quiet about racism, but and however, I would do it in the spirit of love, humility and intelligence. And I did not use the word wisdom because it suggested to me that I may not always do it when I have an opportunity to do it. So I believe God has blessed me with this platform. And I think I have a responsibility to whether this podcast reach one person or a hundred people or more to say it is wrong. And to my people, to my black people, to my brown people, to anyone that is a minority, to anyone who feels that they can't have justice because of who they are, what they are. I'm here to tell you that any form of discrimination to any people, to any gender, to any orientation is not right. And when I go to my next transition, I will be able to share some very real scenarios that has opened my eyes to a totally different America than what I thought was in play. And I consider myself pretty woke, but
But I will tell you that my eyes are wide open to a number of things for a number of reasons. And I will share those things with you. But today, I am telling you that when we talk about any form of discrimination, and right now I'm going to focus on racism, it does not have to be a spew of hate. I believe 70% of change is awareness. And I believe 30% is action. And now I'm tapping into my 30%. And I'm doing action. I have written letters to Congress nearly a year ago when I first moved to Louisville, Kentucky, when I watched a video of uh, an inmate that was um, already handcuffed in his jail uniform, which indicates he's been there. He's been booked. He's been in population and he was punched repeatedly helpless by a police officer. I spoke to someone about this. I said, what do you think about this? And he's an avid law um, enforcement follower. And he said, well, I need to see more of the video. I'm thinking, what could he have done that would have warrant that level of force? And he is completely helpless and posed no threat. That was one indicator. I look at... Um, how oftentimes we forfeit our voice to maintain the status quo. And I'm calling myself out on this. I shared with a dear brother of mine. You may have heard me mention Brother Harris in my um, podcast before. And we were talking. I was sharing with him about something personal that I'm going through in a particular environment today. And how I see racism in my face vividly and I'll leave that like that and it is unfortunate don't let anything deter you from speaking your truth particularly if it can help someone but more importantly be cognizant of what message you really want to give to my people we have got to start getting smarter at how we communicate our grievances. And we have to ensure in that is our strength and our power. If you think I'm telling you to be a punk, I am strongly urging you to think through this message again. What I am telling you, though, that when your livelihood, your health, your very life, your family thinks that you love is at risk, that you you speak what you have to say and make sure it is heard. Stand your ground. And while in this particular situation, I am standing my ground and people don't like it. It does not stop me from saying that had I been another color, we would not be having this conversation. Had my hair been blonde and my eyes been blue, we would not be having this conversation. And if the person that I am trying to address was also African-American or something else, we too would not be having this conversation. When I think about the men who took down Ahmaud Aubrey. I rejoiced in the arrest, but I also sat back on my laurels and thought about that thing and said, let's see if we get a conviction. 
And if the conviction happens and a sentence that is consummate of the crime is executed, then I will feel like justice has been served. We have become blind to things that I consider to be pacifications. And I'm sorry for anyone in America right now that if you don't see that sometimes we as a people, black people, are just simply pacified by these small acts of justice, and my quotation marks with my fingers are up, then we are rudely mistaken. Also, we don't have to go out there, folks. And I'm again talking to anyone that support that this should have this is a travesty to the country. We don't have to be ignorant and we don't have to come out of character to show that there's an injustice. I did not include this portion in my book, but I want to share it with you and then I'm going to move on. At Northwestern Middle School, Jacksonville, Florida. I was on the soccer team. Northwestern is an all African-American school. It um, is in the middle of the hood. And our gym teacher, Mr. Thompson, became our sponsor of the soccer team. We played the school James Weldon Johnston, Johnson, which was also in the hood. But because it was a preparatory school, a magnet school, it was predominantly white. John, um, that school, Johnson, was um, undefeated. We had lost just about every game that we played. It was the last game of the season. We played our hardest and we beat them. I remember a parent running, running on the soccer field who was yelling at Mr. Johnson in his face. They were nose to nose. I know this because I was right there and I could see Mr. Thompson's nose moving. And this white man was so angry that this team beat his group. It wasn't even the coach. It was a parent. The coach had actually congratulated our coach. Mr. Thompson put his hands behind his back. And he didn't say a word. And I remember asking him in front of the parent. Don't take that, Mr. Thompson. And he put his hand to me as in be quiet, which I did. And he let this man talk. The referee came and said that um, called some type of play that took away our last point that took us over to beat Johnson and the trophy went to James Weldon Johnson. We didn't flinch. In our minds, we thought we had won. We were still excited. We got back on there and we continued to celebrate not realizing we were robbed because no one expected this black team that lost every game to beat this white team that was undefeated. Mr. Thompson did not say a word on that bus. 
But what we learned from Mr. Thompson was paramount. He did not step out of character. Not because he didn't think it was wrong. He did not speak up loud enough. Not because he didn't think it was right. But because he had 15 black boys watching him. I just got that lesson this morning. And I am now 40. And that will stick with me for the rest of my life. I'm sharing the story with you. I will share it with my children and I will share it often. I don't know if Mr. Thompson is still alive, but that was paramount to us. Justice in any form of discrimination, at any form of bigotry, at any form of sexism, racism, is wrong. Not only do we have to combat these things, but we have to do it in a way that shows our love for one another, our humility, and our level of intelligence. Take all of that, you will be operating in wisdom. Until next time, signing off as Insight 2020, but coming back as Leader Optics. Have a good one.